0: and welcome along to Property Development Live. My name's Paul Merrick. Today we continue our conversation with Walter Woods, one of the architects on Property Development Live. We get Walter's views on the development, the developers, and of course, his experience of working with us here on Property Development Live. So working with Property Development Live, and what do you think of the concept?
1: I think that it's a fantastic concept. I think that the concept of uh, property development live is a, is a is is pretty unique, uh, and I think it's very clever. I think it's steered by yourself, Paul, and I think you, you you may underestimate yourself on that because I think you've managed to bring in the individuals that uh, that seem to gel together. And the interesting point that I think uh, with, for example, Sonny uh, and John. And Andy, um, really, is is really an interesting uh, concept for me because meeting them, uh, they all seem to have different backgrounds, and the great logic is of these backgrounds is they've all got separate skills, and they seem to be bringing these skills together, and and I think we're now tying them or attempting to tie them together uh, into a development brain and getting that knowledge between all of them is is has worked really well, I feel. I mean, they, they, they all are obviously like-minded, even though they've got nothing in common uh, on a professional basis before they uh, started to, these ventures. And I find that uh, really rewarding and very clever. And if if people are all like that, then it's 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 going to be successful. There is absolutely no doubt about it.
0: So talk about the individual personalities then.
1: Well, you know, John... For example, is so meticulous. He's unbelievably meticulous, and I think you need someone like that because you know you feel you feel yourself that uh, you have a team of people. But to me, John is a, is the a man that really does dot the dot the eyes and cross the t's. He, he looks at everything in detail. I have to put my hand up and say that I am I'm more of a seat of the pants man. So I think that when you look at that and then you look at um, Sonny, who again is probably stands a bit behind that and just kind of listens and learns and, and just throws in his tom's worth, I feel. That gives John that impetus to move on as well. And Andy, he... he well, he's the one that I think will, be the, will have the most challenge because he's doing the refurb. Now, I think that people think that the refurb will be the easier out of the three, but as three individuals, I think that they complement each other and certainly from my uh, uh, knowledge of them to date they've they've worked very well together. Would you like to talk a little bit about the project itself? Yeah um, the project itself it's uh, something that you brought to us but it was um, it's quite an interesting project because it's a it's an old Scottish water pumping station it had various buildings outside outbuildings next to the pumping station itself is an interesting concept because the building itself is an absolutely substantial building you know built really to last so it's a pretty solid piece of kit there the, the existing building now it all obviously it had all these existing uh, additional buildings added to it which um, you have uh, economically removed from site in in the of. Um, Ecology, I think you've managed to reuse probably 90% of these, which again is quite ingenious because I would have said that lots of these property developers would just come along and just pull everything down and get rid of it, whereas you've been able to repurpose these buildings, the portal frame buildings and things, which I think is pretty ingenious, to be honest. But it's now left a really good site. It's, It's sitting in a kind of woodland area and it's got this real nice... A rural feel to it, I think. But having said that, it's it's within a stone's throw of uh, of a town, which uh, gives you the best of both worlds, where you can even walk to the town, probably have a beer, have something to eat, and then walk home again. So it's not it's not miles away from from everywhere, but it does have that sense of being right out in the in the country. And, and the part of the this the part of the land that it is, it's actually almost it's got a feel of a kind of Highland feel, although it's in the central belt of Scotland. So uh, I, I do I do like it. It's got enough area in it so that you're going to get lots of good sun path, and that was something that when we were looking at the design, we tried to follow that, so that you can get a lot of sun in the uh, in the new build. Obviously, the existing building is is what it is. And we need to allocate the rooms accordingly to make sure that it's a usable property, e.g. morning sun, afternoon sun and evening sun. And you should look at these, quite importantly, on all these buildings. And it's got all of that there because it's open enough to actually catch the sun all the way around. So the site itself to me is, uh, is an ideal site for a housing development
0: I think a lot of people will be surprised on how few houses we put on 1.6 acres, and the temptation for some newbie developers would be to overdevelop a site like that, but we've put five houses in total on 1.6 acres. Talk about the the size of the houses and also the size of the garden areas.
1: yeah, they're absolutely the the, the housing i mean there was a because it's a rural setting, then it would never be in a kind of suburban density. Which could be something like fourteen units to the acre or something. There's never, there's no way that you'd ever get that in this rural setting. So you have to then use the plots accordingly. Make sure you create good garden space. In fact, this is the, the gardens here are, are are more than gardens. There's open areas.
0: And each plot is sitting in approximately quarter of an acre. Um, and that's yeah. a really in this day and age. For a developer to produce, you know, developments of that scale is really generous.
1: Absolutely, I, I, anything a quarter of an acre of site nowadays is almost unheard of, and it's almost it's almost looking at it as a one-off plot for the individuals. So that so an individual that does come to buy that, it, it's going to be a very special site because it it, it it it's almost been looked at. For the end user, as opposed to for the developer, who's really, you know, from an architect's point of view, the developer is the end user to me. But that end user, that that developer should be thinking about the options that he's leaving open for the proper end user, like his first client or the client to that house. And uh, and and by having all this land around the houses, I think that's what makes it so much more special.
0: I also think that the fact we'll put an integral garage into the building means that, yes, some people might use it as a garage, but there's the opportunity there for the buyer, the end user, the person who's going to live in the house, to actually convert that into another bedroom or an office or, you know, any kind of usable space. And we've left them that opportunity because we haven't separated the garage from the house.
1: Yeah, I think an integral garage leaves you with all these options in there. And lots of people, well, very very few people ever put their car in their garage in the first place. And I think that the idea that it could be converted quite easily into a room, whether it's a bedroom or it's home office, which is something that we've we've discussed, certainly in this day and age sounding far more pertinent now as a home office scenario, it could be easily converted into that and it won't change any of the planning concept because it's a You know, the way it's been designed, it it, it would just mold into being into a a room quite easily.
0: And the existing building, the way that we've designed one of the houses in the existing building is that we have kept it on one floor, but there's the opportunity for the buyer, the end user, the house owner, to then look to extend into the loft and have basically the same amount of space again.
1: Yeah, I think the practicalities of the existing building is that again we're looking at this as developers that you must make sure that you're uh, you're leaving the uh, the you've got to be economical about how you build it, but leaving the uh, the opportunity for another the end user, as you say, to uh, develop in in this case up into the attic space or into the upper floor space because it's got such a I think there's about a four five-metre ceiling height in some areas and and more. So even with the split level, there's still opportunity there. So it gives that um, uh, end user, the first buyer, that opportunity to develop themselves almost. And I would probably be telling the the developers only to think that, that they can build enough strength into the building to carry it, but do no more than that because you're not the end user, you are the developer.
0: And you must remember that. You must remember that even when you're developing new properties, and we discovered this in our 25 years' experiences, that if you are too prescriptive about the development that you produce, in other words, you have produced a house that there is no scope to do anything with, then for a lot of buyers, particularly the type of buyers who will buy rurally, that will never appeal to them. They want to buy this brand new shiny house from you, but they also want the opportunity to make it their own, And perhaps add some value as well.
1: I would agree totally. Uh, I think that um, that 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 you should believe, and and this this site in particular should be that that's the way you're selling it. You're selling it that somebody can put their own stamp on it at the end. And I think that you look at things. You look at the spaces which we've created, and that gives them that space. They can then take it from there. We put in nice kitchens, nice bathrooms, and then they are allowed. To, to develop it further the way they wish to see it. And that, in some cases, is up the way or out the way or converting the garage. It, so it covers all these options. But you, as a developer, should be just making sure that you put a quality product in and it leaves some some of the scope for others to put their final imprint on.
0: And it's interesting that whilst the houses, the three new builds, have similarities, although they're very different than the conversion of the existing building, at the end of this project, because they're in such big plots and because you can put such a stamp on as an end user, then it's going to feel more like five individual houses, as you already pointed out, than a standard development of a lot of houses that look exactly the same.
1: Well, I think it was designed that way. It was designed in a way that uh, although the house types, because again, When they're being built, they have to be built economically, so you have to follow the same pattern. Having said that, from a planning point of view, they may look similar, but they'll be used differently, or they can be used differently, I should say, depending who the end user is. But these houses are all individuals. There is no doubt about it. They are individual houses, and and they will attract individuality when people move into them, whether it's on year one or year five, they will but there is still a link between the new housing and the existing building. Because the existing building, we want to try and bring up to, to look like a more modern concept. So it will go from a industrial building to look like a domestic property. But it will just have that different scope because of its proportion.
0: So what's the most interesting thing you have found about working with Property Development Live so far?
1: I think the interesting thing is the, is the flexibility. Because... If you're working with property developers in in, a, in in the big scale, all they want is to push numbers. It's a numbers game. But I think that uh, Property Development Live are looking at this concept far, on a far more approachable scale. And if you do that, then I think there's the, the possibilities become immense because each individual understands that. It gets itself a good name for being a more thinking developer so talk about
0: the property development live team then that's that's myself and martin and obviously the developers that you're working with so far talk about it as a team and talk about how you see the interaction in that team and the roles in that team
1: well again i think that the, the as a team uh, in this case it's, it's using all your knowledge using your knowledge paul and and, and using these guys knowledge and and I think there has to be someone that drives it. There has to be someone at the big, at the top just making sure that you get people started. I mean there's so many things in a development that nobody sees at the end. And so it's it's actually making sure that each individual has a has a job to do, runs that job, It's given that task and and make sure that that task is a, is is adhered to. So a construction program is a very important thing as well so that you know that you're programming out your work and you know when there's critical points that are required for the site. And that's deliveries, that's getting kit people on board. And, and each of this team, I think if you gave them a challenge, they will take it. They will know if I said to you, I think John should be dealing with the kits here. I'm sure uh, you, know, you would hand that to John and it would be done. And he would look at it, and he would get his three prices or his four prices, and he would question it, and he would look at the, and 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 that's how it works. And and from the, I'll say from the top, you know, with uh, Paul and you, Martin, is that you guys, your knowledge is to make sure that these guys are. Uh, are just keeping themselves on the on the straight and narrow and understanding where they're going,
0: and that's where I think you come into the team as well, Walter. Because you know, as far as I see it, you know, I brought this concept to you some time ago and said, "Yeah, want you know, I want to roll this out. I want to help people become developers. I want to show them the right way to do that, and I want to work with them and you to work with them as well. And between ourselves, we have over
1: fifty years' experience
0: in development.
1: And I think that that's right. And yeah, I, I, I even though depending where we come in and out of it, I, I would like to see myself as seeing this these developments progress by even making visits to site and just seeing how these guys are doing. And, uh, and I think as a practice, I think you know that we're always there for you because at the end of the day, the end product is what the architect's designed, what the developer has developed, and what the end user likes. And everybody's happy with that then, We should all have said that we've done our jobs properly.
0: So one of the reasons I wanted to get you involved, Walter, is because we we obviously have a long history of working together. I know you as a person as well as an architect. And I know when the guys in Property Development Live are having a real struggle, are really concerned about a particular part of the project or a particular part of the build, you won't just brush them off with technical answers. You'll actually take the time to spend with them to explain why those technical answers are so important and help them through the process. And I think for new developers, that's so important to have people that they feel they can turn to, not just to get the technical answer, but to get the explanation from somebody who really cares. So, Walter, in terms of Property Development Live, where do you see yourself fitting in?
1: From a Property Development Live situation, we see ourselves as a team. So as the architect on this project,
0: what do you see as one of your key
1: roles? There'll be a point where there will become difficulties in the project, but we will always be there to give them our expertise to help them pull through it. And uh, there's, you know, that that is the main reason that we use Property Development Live.
0: You know, we all know from our own experience of, of learning something new, that There is times when we all, every one of us, you know, need a shoulder to cry on. Time when we all need to be told what needs to happen and that sense of commitment and responsibility that we will do what needs to be done because a more experienced person, a more skilled person has told us that's what needs to be done. And it's that hitting that balance, um, which is always going to be hard, it's always going to be difficult in terms of the management team of Property Development live. it's always going to be difficult to get that balance right. But we will work very hard every day, each of us, to try and help the developers through in whichever way they need help, whether they need clear direction or whether they need a shoulder to cry on or whether they need expertise, we will help them through to the next stage. Because that's all development is, is lots of little stages.
1: Correct. Yes, I agree with you. And the, the other thing, from from a knowledge point of view, is that uh, we're there to help them, and we're also there to use our contacts to help them too. So if there's if there's something that we don't know, we will find out for them. We will either put them in touch with that individual, or we will find out for them and explain it to them as well. So there's always that side of it too, that the amount of knowledge that that we all have between us. And the amount of contacts that we all have between us will for uh, the right people to talk to to get uh, the project uh, out the
0: ground. That's been really great, Waller. And I'm sure lots of people have got a great deal from that. And if that's piqued your curiosity about Property Development Live, then don't forget, as well as the podcast every week, you can join us on the Facebook page and on the YouTube channel to learn more about the project, to learn more about the developers, and to learn more about the concept of property development live from me paul merrick though for this week's podcast thank you and goodbye